Welcome to the Marvin Moss Podcast. This is episode four and the final part of my interview with Justin Schusler. I hope you enjoy. In a church that has an amazing culture that I can see, and I can see from people like you, people who are working in that culture that love being there, love working in that. And um, just, I, I realized like, this is this is the kind of place that I want to be. This is a, a healthy culture, um, and you don't always get that working in ministry, even though you should. Every yeah. everywhere working in ministry, you should, but you don't always get that. And so, when he offered me that position, I was just like, "This is like this is the Lord. Like I I got to do this, mm-hmm. you know, um, because this is where I'm going to be able to see a lot of growth. This is where I'm going to be able to be a part of a team, uh, you know, a worship team that." requires excellence that sets the bar you know for what worship should be and that commitment what it should be and just all of the leadership in every role in that place they're all called to it they know what they're called to do they're empowered to do what they're called to do and to just make a difference in the community and so that yeah that's what happened and then um it it's it's just been like an absolute ride so far you know and just getting more involved i've been able to get involved and be a part of special services serving with worship um learning a little bit about lighting because i'm a huge like like i said before a huge production guy too i love lighting and sound and so kind of be to be able to be a part of that team and be a part of the worship team and be a part of doing outreach and just ministry in general is just such a blessing for me and it's something that i'm so passionate about and something that I'm so excited about, man. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited to get started, like, full-time here before we know it. Yeah. So, can you, like, say dates beforehand, or should we I, leave dates and all that out? Yeah, we, we let's leave dates out, okay. but but coming March 2023, that's, that's what I'll say. Okay. Coming March 2023 is when um, I'll be moving into a full-time role. And, uh, I'm just, I'm so excited That's to awesome. be able to do this and to be able to do it with people like you, man, yeah, bro. and, and just make it happen. Just, just live the mission and, uh, just try to reach people yeah. for Jesus. You know? Absolutely. Do you know what your position is going to be or is it up in the air or I, I don't, um, I, I think that at least at the beginning I'll be kind of helping to serve in different areas. Yeah. Um, like helping with worship stuff, helping with, um, you know, outreach, maybe some and with lighting and production yeah. and just wherever, wherever, wherever is um, needed. Exactly. Your heart's ministry. It doesn't really matter. Right. At this right. Point. You yeah. know, and like, I know that I have certain strengths and giftings and that's something that I've been able to share with pastor Eddie and he knows and understands all that stuff. And so it's really a good opportunity for me to work in some different areas and kind of see how my strengths fit in to the overall picture that's that is the, the staff there absolutely um, and just fit in as as well as i can and wherever i can you know yeah sick yes sir dang that's cool thanks man <laughs> that's really cool yeah just hearing just hearing god's faithfulness and how just hearing testimony of god showing up in people's lives is yeah encouraging it doesn't matter how long you've been a christian like right yeah. Just hearing God's faithfulness encourages you. And it's like, yes. that's, that's so awesome. He's still showing up. He's still doing amazing things. And it doesn't even have to be with you yeah. particularly or specifically. Like yep. you could hear from somebody else and, and they'll be able to, to encourage you. So that's cool. Totally. I'm sure there's somebody listening um, yeah. that's 
that's probably doing ministry or feel calls feels called to ministry or struggling and they'll hopefully they get some encouragement out of this for sure yeah just keep pushing keep keep moving forward keep doing what god has called you to do look if god's called you to ministry then nothing else is going to feel right nothing else is going to work you got to do it and uh just run for it with all you've got and if you're trying to do, let me say this too, if you're trying to do ministry and God has not called you to full-time ministry, it will be the worst thing you have ever done in your life. And I tell everybody this, uh, you got to know you're called because yeah. it, it is never going to be worth it. If you don't know that you know that you know that you are called to full-time ministry, if you try to jump into it, you're not going to have the blessing of God over that ministry. Yeah. And it is impossible to do this in your own strength. I have seen it in my dad's life, in my life. It is absolutely impossible to be on call 24-7 because emergencies happen. People go to the hospital. People die at all hours of the day and night. You are on call 24-7 when you're a, a lead pastor in ministry. And um, the, the hours that you work can be ridiculous. And so you can't do that in your own strength. You know, So like if, if you're not called to it, you are going to burn out so quickly. And um, so I just encourage everybody watching this. If you think that you're called to it, you need to do a whole lot of praying about that. You need to talk to people that you trust, talk to pastors, talk to, you know, spiritual leaders in your life and just ask them to pray with you and just to, to get that confirmation because you don't want to do it if you're not called to it. But if you are, you don't want to do anything else. Yeah. And I would just add to that in Western society, it looks glamorous, right? In some in some perspectives, in some points of view, where um, you see pastors thriving and, and like televangelists cool. and stuff, televangelists yeah. As, yeah. as well as just you know really popular celebrity pastors, right. even yeah, yeah. Um, it looks cool, it looks glamorous, but I yeah. guarantee behind the scenes, yeah, they're settled in their faith. Yes, and even if they were stripped of their platform, stripped of their church, stripped of their followers, they'd still be true right. to that. And so, um, like even for myself, I remember being so attracted to like the Stephen Furtick's, the, the Michael oh, yeah. Todd's and being like, I want to be like them. And then the Holy Spirit convicted me one day and was just like, dude, just be yourself. Yeah. And God will give you whatever God will give you. And right. if you're, so if you're doing it to have a huge church, multi-campus church, a Bible college at your church, amazing, the new Hillsong worship, <laughs> like, just make sure God has called you to do that yes. first and you're not doing it for the wrong reasons. Cause in Western society, we could get caught up in the glitz and the glam. Yep. And yeah. Yep, totally. Of, of thriving churches. And, yeah. and sometimes God might not give that to you Yeah, and it might not be his will for your life. So totally. Yeah. I definitely concur with, you know, make sure you're, you're called, make sure it's settled, make sure yeah. you're, you know, for a fact and I remember um, I used to be at Wave Church in, in Virginia yeah. Beach. And um, Pastor Josh Kelly there, he would always say when people would tell him that, hey, I feel called to ministry, I, I feel called to pastor. He would talk, he would try to talk them out of it. Yeah, totally. To really see if they're really legit about yep. it. And so I agree with that. Yeah. Anyone that feels called to ministry, like, there's there's an extra level of the enemy in your life. Yes. There's an extra level of temptation. There's an extra level of accountability. I, I tell my friends this all the time, and even in small groups, um, like, I don't know when the shift happened. I don't know at what season or, or when, but the margin of error in my life is so slim yeah. that if I if I slip off 
and quote unquote sin in my heart, even a little bit, I feel convicted. Right. Yeah. And I don't have peace. Right. And so there's a cross that you got to take up and not everyone's called to it. Not everyone's yeah. built for it. But if you are, hey, run after it as hard as you can. Yes. There's, there's no other, you, you will have the fullness of life, the ups and the downs, yep. and it'll be totally worth it for sure. Absolutely. You know, it's, and my dad always tells people it's ministry. Even when you're called to ministry, it's the hardest thing you'll ever do, but it's the most rewarding thing you could ever do, you know? And so it's, it is true. It's the hardest job in the world. I'm convinced of it. I've, I've worked a ton of different jobs. I've seen a lot of different jobs and pastoral ministry because you have to pour out of yourself so much. You have to pour out physically, emotionally, mentally for people all of the time that that need you that are looking to you to basically, you know, speak from God into their lives and it's just it's really taxing and really difficult and that's why so many people walk away from the ministry. So many people have moral failures or or whatever types of of issues, you know, that they might have that happens because the the pressure a lot of times is so much for them. And of course they're they're making decisions in the background that aren't the right things, but it's just, you know, like there's the the pressure is so much so 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 much more than anything else and any other job, you know, because you, you get pressure from your boss and other jobs, but you don't get pressure from the enemy like that. You don't get that kind of pressure and you don't have the kind of pressure of knowing, Hey, like my job can, can, can really make the difference between people going to heaven or hell, you know, like, like it really, there's an extra weight to that. And of course, like you said, there's extra attacks. I mean, you know, my family's experienced that my brother, went through a, a, an absolutely terrible disease, a life-changing disease. I went through a life-changing disease, and that's something we'll talk about on part three. <laughs> um, and, part 20. Uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> for real. We, we could, man. There's so much to share. But Just do a whole series. Yeah, honestly. Welcome but, to the Marvin Massa podcast featuring Justin. Yeah, Co- Co-hosted by Justin. Yes, let's go. Co-led. True. But yeah, yeah, you know, but the, but it's, it's true though. You know, the enemy attacks you extra when you're, when you're in the will of God and when you're reaching people, you know, by the tens, by the hundreds, by the thousands, whatever for, for the Lord, he hates that. Like he, he wants to stop you at all costs Yeah, and he'll do anything and everything that he can. And so you have to be ready for that. And so I love that, um, about talking people out of it. You know, when people ask about it, do everything you can to talk them out of it. And if you can't at that point talk them out of it, then you start believing, okay, this is really of God. This is really the Lord calling you. Because once you start telling people all that you go through on the day-to-day as a pastor, if if they think they're called to it and they start hearing that and they want to run the other way, then guess what? <laughs> Probably not called to it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good way of kind of like figuring that out for people, you know, yeah. if they're really called or not. Absolutely. To uh, to end the pod, this is how I want to end the pod with every every guest that I have. Um, I want you to share, and I'll also share right after, just what God is talking to you about, speaking to you about, you know, dealing with you about, teaching you. I mean, however you want to take that question and run with it. But yeah, what's God? What's God doing in your life? Yeah, currently. Um, I think that He's really been kind of teaching me about like faithfulness about being faithful to um 
to people and to to what I've been called to do. And, um, you know, like I've really, um, I, I've struggled with that in this past season because it's been a tough season, like I mentioned, um, up until now. And um, just being faithful and using Pastor Eddie and other things and people as reminders to be faithful, even when it's really, really difficult, even when it's really, really tough. Um, and now just continuing on now that I'm entering a new season and still, you know, living and working in my calling just to be faithful to that and to serve with all of my heart, with all of my ability to give what God has blessed me with and to give that back to him in, in service to him to be able to help lead other people and help make a difference in other people's lives. Yeah. That, that walk into that church building and, and even the ones that don't going out into the area the, around the church, the community there um, and just making a difference using what God has given me using even just the personality that he's given me, just understanding that personality, understanding the strengths and the weaknesses of that and using those strengths for him, you know, using the ability that I have to just go up and start a conversation with someone just to talk to someone and hear their life story. Oh, just to be someone that people feel like they can trust, feel like they can talk to about things. Um, and that's, you know, something that I want to continually use for him and yeah. use to, to be able to tell people about him. So, yeah, that's just really what I've been feeling recently. Okay. Sick. Yeah, for me, um, this probably isn't the most spiritual answer, but it's spiritual in a sense. But um, teaching me, honestly, gentleness. Yeah. And in the context of relationship and future marriage. Yeah, that's um, good. And like growing up, I'll say my mom growing up and I didn't have the greatest relationship. Mm. And so that handicapped me in regards of female and women interactions. Yeah, yeah. Because it was extremely abusive growing up. Mm. And... Now that I had that sort of foundation, I'm having to, with the help and the grace and working of God in my life, yeah. having to break that and learn something new at almost 30 now. Yeah. So late in the game, learning how to be extremely gentle Yeah. to, I feel like Raquel is my fiance, one of the most meek and gentle people that yeah. I've ever met. Right. And so like even my tone, even how I express things, even how I relate to her, even just being mindful of her and her feelings, that's what I'm learning. And yeah. And I and it's not the most spiritual answer, but at the same no, time, it like is. it's a it's a gift of the spirit, gentleness yeah. and, and meekness. And um that's something that I've been learning since I've been in relationship with, with Raquel. Yeah. Uh even before we got engaged, God was dealing with me about and using her to reveal these things to me, like, hey, bro, like, you can't treat her like any other homie that you have. Right. You have to really learn and trust and be gentle and affectionate and loving and caring. Yeah. And I've had that, like, I've had some of that growing up, but not also not being saved and also dating around and being around. We could get into that right. in another conversation, too. That also handicapped me because yeah. I threw, I fe felt like some of the best parts of my heart out early 
Yeah. So I couldn't give it all, um, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now and what God's teaching me. I think, I mean, after I become a husband, yeah. that's, that's full-time ministry first before yep. full-time ministry. Yes. So, and I need to recognize that as, as zealous and as hungry and as hard as I want to go in the church, it's not going to thrive unless my wife and I are on the same page. Yes. So, yeah, that's what I'm learning. Trying to learn how to be a good fiance, obviously good husband so soon in a few weeks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough because I, I really have to get out of my head or step out of step out of my comfort zone and even, you know, step away and recognize like, yeah, dude, you can't talk to her like you're in the military still. Yeah. You can't treat her like another woman in the military yeah is um and that's a whole nother thing too like transitioning out of the military and being in the military and being oh, spec yeah. ops in the military for yeah. so long and being in an elite like everybody's locked in at all times yep um type of culture so yeah that's what god's learning or teaching me and that's, that's what i'm good, learning man yeah. that's important that's yeah. that's something that's so good to know and especially the fact that you recognize um, that your first ministry, your primary ministry that you're called to is, is to your family. Yeah. Um, and that's something that a guy that we both love, Nathan Finocchio, my man, <laughs> my man, shout out to him. Cause he's the best. Hey um, dude, that dude's, that dude's, he's like the Gandalf of Christianity yes, right now. Yes. He's like he the is Gandalf. The guy. He seriously is. He's like, he's like this guy that like teaches everybody like what's up, you know, like he's this like Oracle of wisdom <laughs> and it's amazing. And, and I love him. If you guys haven't heard of him, check him out on Instagram at Nathan Finocchio. It's like Pinocchio, but with an F he's one, one end, not two, but um, Nathan Finocchio, he's amazing. You will learn so much yeah. just just swiping through his Insta stories. You will you'll you'll become a theologian. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but he talks about that. He talks. About, I've seen him talk about that numerous times about how your first ministry has to be to your family. That yeah. has to be the primary thing because if you fail there, you're going to fail at every other ministry you try to do. Yep. Um, that has to be your first and foremost. Um, above the church, above whatever other ministry you might be in charge of or leading. Um, and that's where a lot of guys, a lot of these famous pastors or celebrity pastors or whoever, you know, get, that's where they get it wrong because they, they start, they stop taking care of their family first and they put the, the church or the money or whatever it is ahead of the family. And then that's how family relationships a lot of times break down. Um, so it's really good that you're learning that now you're understanding that before you even get into marriage, yep. you're, you're getting it. And, uh, that's going to help. That's really going to serve you very well once you're in ministry and marriage. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Well, cool. I appreciate you being hey, the man. first guest of the Marvin oh, Massa podcast. Yeah. You know, it, it's man. been a time. It's been great. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Marvin Massa podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share the podcast. Please rate the podcast and let some of your friends and family know to tune in. I hope you guys are enjoying what we got going on here. Stay tuned for new interviews and new guests. Till next time.